0: and whatever I can do to help other people is uh, what like, it like keeps me up at night, but in a good way, because I'm constantly thinking of ideas.
1: What's up everyone, I'm Cole Charian, And I'm Joey Busey. We're classmates at Malvern Prep and two-fourths of the founding team of the Citizen Speaker Series, a student-created and led program dedicated to celebrating and sharing stories of positive social impact and inspiring the next generation of social entrepreneurs. You're listening to the My Citizen Moment podcast, where we profile members of the greater Malvern community making a change. Our guest on the podcast today is Carl Nassib, a member of the class of 2011 at Malvern Prep, who currently plays for the Las Vegas Raiders of the National Football League. We talk with Carl about the importance of financial literacy and his advice for aspiring social entrepreneurs. Carl, welcome to the My Citizen Moment podcast. I'm really excited to share your story with our audience, so thanks for coming on.
0: Welcome, man. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, we're, we're super excited. So for those in our audience who don't know you, uh, would you mind introducing yourself, what you did at Malvern, um, and you know what you're up to now? Uh,
0: sure. Um, I uh, graduated Malvern in 2011, uh, 10-year anniversary coming up this spring. I uh, played football, basketball, and track there. Uh, I was a mecca leader. Um, I was on student council. I did, uh, did a lot of things. I had a great time, great experiences. Um, my friends from Malvern are still my best friends. Uh, Ten years later, uh, they haven't found a way to get rid of me yet, so that's pretty good. Um, yep, after I graduated from Malvern, I uh, played football at Penn State for five years, and then uh, for the past five years, I've been playing football in the NFL, and
1: um, yeah, that's about it. So just to touch a bit on MECO, how did your MECO experience being a leader uh, prepare you for making an impact?
0: Um, The MECO um, trip was really one of the best weekends um, that I've had. And uh, Malvern as a school does a really good job at um, bringing philanthropy, bringing um, a whole well-rounded student into the picture. And they just cap it off with MECO. And um, those values really stick with you, I would say. Um, and I can attest for my friends that are like minded as I am about, uh, you know, having social impact, what you guys talk about on, on here. Um, and it's helped me a lot. It's given me a lot of joy giving back, it's given me a lot of purpose. And um, I think that's what like you almost feel selfish doing it sometimes because it makes you feel so good. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's contagious. You just want to tell everybody about it. You want to encourage people. You want to be encouraged. You want to be inspired. So uh, podcasts like this, um, just projects and movements like this, or how, however big, however small they are very important and, uh, you guys can really do anything. And, um, yeah, so just whatever you can keep doing it.
2: Carl, so you, you come to like the point where you're nearing the end of your Malvern prep football career and you start entering the college process. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? uh, What that was like for you? Yeah, sure.
0: Um, anybody that knew me in high school, uh, or at least played football with me, I I was very, uh, like undersized. I grew really late in high school. Um, so I'd never started a game at Malvern, which is pretty, Interesting. I think most people that go on to play in college football, at least at division one, uh, started at least their senior year, but I never started a game. Um, I was lucky enough to get enough plays or, you know, highlight reel and send to a few schools. And I had no intention. I like, I was going to go to school in Philly and, you know, probably go to med school or something like that. Um, but I got lucky enough. I got a walk on spot at Penn state and, um, I like to tell that story because it really doesn't really doesn't matter if you're a star in high school. Like a lot of those guys that like were stars or not specifically at Malvern, but you can get a lot of stories like that. They kind of, you see here like the peak in high school because they just kind of get complacent they think that that level of play is going to carry them throughout their entire career. Um, but I just always wanted to get better. I didn't really care who was saying, what about me? I just wanted to get better and be the best that I could. And I still am getting better this past year. I remember, um, I was practicing. I was like, wow, that was really athletic. You know what I mean? And so like, I still like, I couldn't do that a year ago. So I've been playing football since I was for like 20 years for 20 years. i have been playing football and I just slowly have been getting better. And I did that in high school and did in college
1: and I'm trying to keep doing it. So you mentioned, uh, you know, getting to Penn State uh, and then deciding to walk onto the team. What was that like, like just walking onto one of the biggest programs in the country? And then you also wanted to pursue your academics and you did. Um, so did anyone doubt you? Uh, and how did you stay motivated through that? Um,
0: I actually, I was a preferred walk-on so that I talked to the football team before I got to Penn State. Um, and yeah, I I, I really didn't, know if i was going to make it uh to the nfl i always had dreams of making it but i wanted to have a backup plan now looking back i'm like man i wrote all i majored in biology i got my degree in biology and i look back and all those chem lab reports that i had to write i'm just totally regretting it you know because they were such a pain but um i think it's really um important and pivotal for any athlete to make sure they have a good education um and learn to love to learn because learning is the best thing and you never want to stop learning new things um and school sometimes isn't the most uh interesting thing to learn but you got to do it and uh, you're seeing that more and more now you know they're more like student athletes not just athletes who Go to football practice but um yeah um i really enjoyed being a biology major i definitely am happy that i didn't have to go to med school like multiple friends are in med school i do not want to do that i don't have plans to doing that um i always told my grandmother that i would but uh i'm not doing that anymore i'm gonna stick with football
2: carl you talked about always getting better and always learning so here you are entering the 2016 nfl draft tell us what that was like for you um going from where you were in high school to entering the draft and having a chance to get at uh, pursuing what was you a dream basically yeah getting
0: drafted was sick i uh, went to the all like college all-star game then went to the combine which were like the two worst weeks of my life it was like the hunger games of college football it was terrible um and I ran so slow, but anyway, I ended up getting drafted, which was awesome. Um, I never watched a full NFL draft because they're so long and I knew I wasn't going to go in the first round. So, you know, the second night is second round and third round. And I thought I was going to go in the second round. At least I had hopes. And I thought, I thought that at the end of the second round, there'd be like a halftime show or something, but there wasn't. So I don't know if i told anybody this, but it's really funny. I ended up, I went to the bathroom, like right after the end of the second round. And I was a first pick, I was first pick of the second, third round, first pick of the third round, I think. And so I got the call that I got drafted while I was going to the bathroom. Um, So it was a very interesting night. I got drafted to Cleveland and that didn't work out. We weren't very good. Um, But I ended up getting cut, but I ended up going to Tampa, having a great time in Tampa. And I was lucky enough to get a second contract in, in Vegas. So draft night was one of the funniest and best
1: nights ever for sure. So then after draft night, uh, in Cleveland, this is when we sort of saw you on the HBO hard knock series. Um, and there's this really cool scene of you teaching, uh, your teammates about financial literacy and compound interest. Um, where and when did that interest in financial literacy STEM and why do you think it's important for athletes today to really be, uh, interested in it?
0: Um, yeah, that was an exciting day. I, uh, I had just learned about that stuff like two weeks before camp. I read a, t- a two Tony Robbins books, Unshakable and Money Master the Game. I think, and I think that's the name. I can't remember. It was Money Master the Game, something like that. And so I was really excited because I didn't know how much money you can make off of investing. And so I was really pumped about it. I never learned it before. I was a biology major, like I said. So I didn't learn much about economics or business in college. And uh, it's really important for athletes, especially young athletes who um, are lucky enough to get a good sizable amount of money um, fairly quickly, but it's also good for anybody else. I One of my best friends is a, is a nurse. And I was just telling him, I was like, hey, do you have an IRA? Do you have anything going on? He goes, no, what's that? So I had to explain to him, he's 27 like I am. and. didn't have any of that so i I made sure he got a roth ira and a a traditional ira because he was just he had he had the funds he just didn't know what to do with them um so i think it's very important i have other friends that i'm trying to and i don't i'm not an expert i have a i would i have a quasi deep understanding of it all um but i the more like i said it's really fun to learn about um it's really exciting stuff it's like high stakes gambling but they allow that people don't look down upon it. So, if you're smart enough, you can, uh, you know, make yourself a lot of money, but you don't want to be stupid and make bad decisions.
2: So, in 2019, you were voted the captain of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're now currently in the Super Bowl. Um, what did that mean to you? Oh, it was dope being
0: the captain. I was pumped. Um, I had, you know, we had such a great locker room. Um, we had a really good team, a really good roster. Uh, I'm really happy for the guys. I remember we played the Bucs this year in Vegas and I was, mem- I was watching the film. And I was like, man, these guys don't have one hole in their roster. Like they're, they're a good team. Uh, they did a great, are doing a great job this year and I'm
1: really happy for them. So Carl, uh, what has been your favorite way of giving back and making an impact throughout your career?
0: Um, a lot of ways. I like with, through the NFL, we do a lot of team activities and those are awesome because you wouldn't really know about those opportunities unless you had help. And I was, I've been lucky enough to do that with, um, you know, Christmas gift backs, uh, a lot of other going to, um, juvenile detention centers and doing like, there are a lot of different things over the years. And, uh, it just really gives you perspective and it, it's a really positive experience. Um, I like to connect with people through Instagram, um, I've done that. And that's been like extremely powerful stuff. And I, I want to keep doing that. Um, and my mom has a nonprofit and she's very into philanthropy and loves talking about it. I was talking to her about it today um, about the value of, you know, just putting the time in and how someone's time is a lot of times could be worth more than uh, just writing a check and Uh, A lot of times people can just write a check and they think the job's done, but more times you got to get down and dirty, but get down and dirty, like get your hands dirty. So um, yeah, I love it. It's uh, what everyone needs to do. It's um, get more out of it than you put into it really do.
1: Yeah, I I love that. And so when you talk about uh, making an impact and your story of social impact, um, it's just super inspiring to see. Um, And at Citizen, we believe that the most powerful way to share stories of social impact like your own is to focus on what we call the citizen moment. This is the moment in one's journey when he or she makes the conscious decision to dedicate himself or herself to making an impact. So along your life, um, if you had to pick a moment where you really became inspired to make an impact, what was your citizen moment?
0: Uh, That's a good question. My mom tells a story that of me when I was very young, I think it was in the first or second grade and I was in a basketball tournament and my team won and we got trophies and I looked over and there was a kid on the other team didn't get a trophy. And I went up and gave, and gave him my trophy. And so as long as I can remember, I've always like wanted to give back. And I've talked to people that I've may become friends with through giving back that I've, you know, carried those relationships for years and years. And they tell me that, you know, their kids are inspired to do, to be impactful too. And I said, and a woman who I've known, her name is Jamie. Uh, She lives in State College around Penn State. I got to know her through a 5K for uh, brain cancer awareness. And now her son wants to do all these philanthropic things and he's only 10 years old. So we were talking about like that's an innate thing to really just naturally want to give back. So I don't really have one of those moments. I just have like a ton of them. And cause I just constantly feel like I need to do more for people. Um, and that's what I want to like spend my life doing is helping people achieve what they like have the potential to achieve. Um, and whatever I can do to help other people is uh, what like, it like keeps me up at night, but in a good way, because I'm constantly thinking of ideas. Um, I have an idea. I'm starting a business with one of my best friends. Uh, his name is Nick Chicone. He went to Malvern with me. He's also a Mecca leader in the student council. So very much the same person. And uh, we're starting a business to help people. And uh, we're launching next month. So it's uh, pretty exciting stuff.
2: So Carl, we talked a bit about uh athletes and we talked a bit about athletes and financial literacy, uh, earlier in the podcast, but what do you think could be done more to help athletes with financial literacy? Um, I don't
0: know, put it in the high school curriculum. I mean, geez, it's, it's, uh, it's not just athletes. I mean, I'm going to stick up for my guys here because we're not dumber than anybody else. Uh, I know a lot of people who aren't athletes and make stupid financial decisions. They buy things that they shouldn't be buying um we just get um posterized for it and i think that putting it in college courses and you know any college i think when you get to college you guys know you got to take like certain electives and like public speech um like what like just like the basics yeah everyone has to take like these basic courses and financial literacy was never one of those courses um and it's not good. I think uh, the earlier you start, is you're just like way better off. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's you're starting when you're 18 and you put like 200 bucks in a year, just getting that habitual um, process of being smart with your money. And you don't have to be a total stickler. You can enjoy your life and have fun, but you should also uh, save for a rainy day. I guess. Yeah. Not all athletes have problems with their monies, money, Joe. Okay. We know what we're doing.
1: <laughs> um, so Carl, speaking of young people getting into investing um, in your view, how is what happened uh, this past week with GameStop, wall street bets and Robin hood? How has that impacted uh, young people being interested in financial literacy and stuff like that?
0: I mean, it's absolutely hilarious. Um, Um, it was really fun. I was trying to get some work done earlier. I think it was last week and I was just on Twitter reading all of it. It doesn't, I don't really understand it. I get it. Um, like sticking it to the big investors who shorted GameStop and have been shorting companies for a while. Um, it happens all the time and I just don't understand buying into a company and, overvaluing it so much when it it's, it doesn't have any viability down the line so everyone who's like buying in especially now when it's high i think they're all shorting it first of all uh they're doing what the other guys are doing they're just doing a lot a lot smaller rate but anyone who's stupid enough to buy it thinking it's going to keep going up over over uh, a long period of time we're gonna end up losing the money uh so i don't understand what the hell they're doing but it's really fun to watch i wouldn't touch it with like a six-foot pole but uh I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I'm not on Robinhood. I like the idea,
1: but um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's ludicrous. It's really funny stuff. So, how would you recommend a Malvern student get into investing? Like, aside from like day trading and things like that that we've been seeing, how would you recommend getting into like long-term investing? Uh, in your opinion,
0: who's your economics teacher? Is it Mr. Uh, Ostick still?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Talk to Mr. Asik. He knows everything. Yeah. Ask him, ask how to, you know, set up a nice little, uh, retirement fund that will,
1: you know, pay you off huge dividends down the line. Ask him. He'll know know better than me. (laughs) Definitely. So, uh, and then what is your advice for Malvern students that just want to make an impact in general?
0: Um, making an impact doesn't have to be a huge impact.
1: Um, you can do a small thing
0: every day, do a good deed of the day, uh, be really thankful. You know, it doesn't have to be uh Thanksgiving to be thankful. And um spreading positivity, being nice to each other. Uh it's really easy to be mean to each other. So you just being kind and considerate goes a long way, can be life-changing and uh for people who really need it. And uh just like I said, you know, you can get better and better. You can just give more and more and more. You don't have to be giving a lot. I mean, you guys are 17. I don't know the, uh, what's it called? The resources. I don't know the resources that you guys have to, you know, really do it, but just by doing the work, you can help a lot of people out or just one person out. So yeah, just get started no matter how small, we just get started.
2: Yeah. So we got to catch up with you. Um, catch up on your story, what you're up to now, but uh, what are you up to next? What's next for you in your career? And uh, what's next for you in giving back? You mentioned how that's a big theme in your life.
0: Um, I'm going to keep playing football until they shoot me. You know, um, I love my job. It is like the best job ever. And, uh, um, like I said, I'm starting a company to um, make giving back popular and making pushing character over clout. We're gonna, you know, change the social media culture. We're gonna do a lot of a lot of good things, and that's what's really exciting. And starting this with my best friend, so yeah,
1: those are my plans. I guess that's awesome to hear. Um, I think it's super inspiring how you've had this personal story of resilience and hard work and giving back constantly along the way. So Carl, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Yeah, you guys are welcome. I'm sweating. I feel like I was doing
0: all the talking. Man, good job. You guys let me talk. If you, anybody who knows me, I love talking. So
1: I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Well, I hope our audience loves hearing you talk. So thanks our audience for listening. Dude, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the My Citizen Moment podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation, make sure to follow the podcast. For more content like this, Follow our Instagram at Citizen, where we've got clips of our recent speaker series events, as well as information about our upcoming events. Until next time, we'll leave you with one question. What's your Citizen moment?